Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and on our podcast, we like to shine a light on those stories that are meaningful, moving, and compelling. We share the stories so that in their shining, you can shine too. Own your story. Tell your story. Don't be afraid to shine. I'm super excited to invite today's guest to meet the rest of my listeners. Her name is Olga Mack. She's the CEO at Parley Pro. Welcome, Olga. Hi, Susan. It's great to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. I know we've tried to, uh, I think you reached out to me a year ago and we've tried to schedule this three times and finally here we are having this conversation. So super glad to have you here and to share your story with the world. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm the CEO of Farley Pro. We are a next generation collaborative contract management platform that has pioneered online negotiations. I am absolutely grateful for the opportunity to contribute to the changing future of law and to the lifestyle of lawyers and the relationships people have with contracts. How do you do that? Um, I am building an amazing product. It will transform um, legal industry um, as we know it. Um, it also will help everyone have relationship with contracts that is appropriate to their function and their, uh, their needs. Um, and um, I, had, I have a privilege uh, to have been uh, chosen to be the CEO of this fairly mature product um, and, uh, and become uh, the CEO of a Silicon Valley technology startup. That's so amazing. I know that you've had several um, iconic moments throughout your career. That said, um, I think you've referred to San Francisco to Silicon Valley as a candy shop. So tell us a little bit about, of all the wonderful things that you've done, what's your proudest professional accomplishment? Um, I'm, I'm well aware of, of San Francisco Silicon Valley being a, 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 an opportunity-rich environment. I immigrated to the United States when I was 13 and uh, had experience, um, has experienced uh, this world first through the eyes of two engineers, my parents, um, and then made a choice to be in technology and, um, and uh, has been on the cutting edge of technology throughout my career. Um, I am well aware of the opportunities in the Bay Area and San Francisco. I've been able to be a beneficiary of that. Um, I went from what you would describe as tech lawyer by design. I went to law school to study intellectual property, privacy, and security. Um, I worked at Wilson Sonsini, Visa, and numerous pre-IPO startups. And over time, I've become a tech executive and always had an opportunity to be, to be on the cutting edge of technology, uh, to have an impact, and lots of learning. And those three common things uh, have throughout my career, the, the cutting edge of technology, the impact, and learning, have absolutely shaped my, uh, my abilities, my, uh, my, my career, and life of others. That's amazing. So you mentioned your parents and your husband. Is there anyone in particular in your life who might be considered your mentor? So my father is absolutely my inspirational mentor. He, uh, he, he was a very caring, supportive man. Um, he not only had amazing advice to give, he also had a perfect sense of timing and an ability to put in the words, in few words, 
lessons that impacted me for the rest of my life. So I'll give you an example. I, at some point, was making a decision whether to pursue PhD in economics or to go to law school or whether later consider to go to business school. Um, I, I've had um, inclinations to go to law school um, I read, and I had a few reservations. And so when I went to my father, I said, you know, when people you know, are in dire situations, when they need a lawyer, um, they rarely imagine a girl named Olga with a Russian accent come to their rescue. Um, and that was my argument for not going to law school. Um, he, said, <laughs> he said, Olga, you know, you'll find that people sometimes have imagination problems. And all that means that you have to just help them to imagine a different world. Um, and that's I how, I ended, that. that's how I, I ended up going to law school. Um, I look, say that again for the audience, because I love what your dad said. That's incredible. Yeah, my dad said, you know, Olga, you'll find that people sometimes have imagination problems. Yep, and that's all incredible. That, <laughs> and all that it has to happen is that you have to help them imagine a different world. And for you know, me... <laughs> let me say something. You just hit the nail on the head as to why I do these podcasts. The guests help, they tell their stories in a way that it helps other people think differently and maybe feel differently and then hopefully behave differently. Um, so I, I really absolutely love what your dad said. That was really, really great. Um, so thanks dad. That was awesome. Yeah. I so many, I <laughs> that was in fact awesome. And it was, you know, it was, I, cause I remember that moment. It was, um, he absolutely shifted the way I was thinking about the world. Right. I, I, I was trying to fit in. I was sort of optimizing my chances. And um, and thinking, how does Olga uh, fit in in the world that is already there? Um, he sort of reframed it for me, and um, and basically said, "Hey, the world is for you to shape. If you can imagine, um, and other people can, you can be of help to them to imagine different." And that we have. I want to say, um, I my next question would be about. How would you advise women help women? But I personally know you've done amazing things in that realm. So tell us more about that. Um, I've done quite a, a lot of work uh, from women in leadership and women on corporate boards. Um, at some point, uh, when um, I become a general counsel and executive at a really exciting pre-IPO startup, I found myself to be the only woman in the boardroom and many events. I've become very passionate about women serving on corporate boards. I uh, started advocating and asking some Fortune 500 companies to find their first directors to serve on corporate boards for women. I found that women serve on board movement and become really passionate advocate for, for diversity and women in boardroom. I was then very involved in SB 26, a law in California that requires women to serve on corporate boards. I testified for it. I, I helped to draft that legislation and I rallied support for it. Um, and in the process, uh, I, I, I become very educated about board services, how to get on the board, um, how to think about it. And I self-published a book in about a month, how to, to get on corporate boards. Later, this book was discovered by a publisher and was republished. Uh, as get on board, earning a ticket to a corporate board seat, which is available now on Amazon. 
And, um, and so I've had an opportunity to be part of that journey, to uh, contribute to change in policy, contribute to the change of social expectation on boardrooms, um, and then write a book to inspire professionals to very systematically and intentionally think about their board service. Um, I now have a pleasure of sitting and every time I, I open a computer or a TV, there is yet another CEO or a major institution that uh, speaks up with the diversity in the boardroom. I am, I'm really excited uh, for the change uh, that I've seen in my lifetime. When I started advocating, my, my network, you know, was not openly supportive. Some of them even quite frankly told me that I was a little nuts. Um, and I now, and now I, I, everybody embraces it. And I've seen this change in my lifetime. I feel like I've, I've helped people to imagine a different world. And it gives me a lot of satisfaction every time I open a computer. And you fulfilled your dad's, uh, like you took his advice and, and put it into action. It seems like you've helped um, other people imagine a new world, a different way. Um, you're very innovative. Uh, it seems like, again, you've had lots of iconic moments throughout your career. Um, I'm sure it hasn't all been a bed of roses. Tell us what your biggest challenge was and how did you overcome it? Um, that's a very great question. You know, generally speaking, I, I've never had the same experience or job twice. I, I would say I seek uh, facing challenges and unusual circumstances. I'm what you would describe a collector of challenges and setbacks um, because I see them as opportunities to propel me forward. Uh, my husband will tell you that I am actively seeking challenges and opportunities like that um, and, and cannot sit still. So as I mentioned, when I started Limits Around Board Movement, my network was not very supportive and definitely not openly supportive. And I felt like it was a real bummer. And uh, many could not imagine or understand how the world would be different. And I found myself sort of taking numerous small persistent steps um, that over time uh, have changed people's imagination. Um, and, 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 and for me, that was a, a very important setback that I overcame that, as I mentioned, resulted in the change, not only in, in, in the Fortune 500 companies that I have talked to, uh, not only in law in California, what have changed uh, is, uh, is the conversation. Uh, what has changed are the dreams that, that women and, and men uh, now have when they graduate from colleges. Um, we now understand that uh, becoming a corporate director is not an accident or an incident. Um, it's something that you can plan for, you can actively help yourself to to, um, to obtain in your career. And I now have conversations with, with graduates from college who tell me that 10, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, they would like to serve on the Fortune 500 corporate boards and what steps they can take today to get them closer to that goal. I, I am absolutely excited about, you know, the, that, that people think about those opportunities and that they actively plan for them, just like they would plan for every other career opportunity they have in their lives. That's so great to hear. I love to hear that. It's almost like charting your course and, uh, you know, living with intention. I'm all about that. 
tell us something surprising about you that people who know you may not even know or that not too many people know. It's a little hard because, you know, I've been writing, I've been a writer and speaker for quite a long time and I'm very candid about things that I, that I think and, um, and happening in my life. So there are very few things that are um, not, have not been told before. <laughs> at this point, I'm open book. If you Google my name, you'll pretty much learn everything about me, my family, my husband, my, my, my mother and my father and my children. So there's very little to tell that you can't probably Google. But so funny. Um, <laughs> the one thing that people find surprising is that when I was little, I planned to be a full-time artist, not a lawyer, not an engineer, but I wanted to be an artist. I spent seven years of um, classical fine arts training in drawing and painting and sculpting and art history, preparing for that career. Um, and, and I attribute my affinity for risk and an ability to imagine a different world to uh, an art training. I, I firmly believe that this world is changed by risk takers and people who have a wild imagination and many of them are artists. Um, so um, I, that's, uh, that's, that has been a very important part of my life. I can't, um, I can't express enough how much I love that you said that. Like, I am, that is so wonderful and so in keeping with a lot of the themes that run through um, my podcasts. Um, so recently I had Kelly Fitzsimmons on the show. I don't know if you know her, but if you don't, I'm going to introduce you after because you're, you and she would, I mean, you already are changing the world, but I love the fact that you recognize that linear thinkers need to be creative and are often creative and just don't get the chance to express that creativity. We put people in a box and instead we should think with our whole mind, not just left or right brain and act out on that. Um, I love that about you. That that makes me um, you're you're much more relatable to me in that way than a tech lawyer, of course, because I'm not tech nor am I a lawyer. But um, <laughs> it makes you warm and relatable and interesting. There's so many things about you that are interesting. Your whole journey, the fact that you're from Ukraine. Um, my my. Um, daughter-in-law is from Ukraine uh, as well and my daughter spent two and a half years in Ukraine and the Peace Corps um, so I am very interested in that history you have as well let's we're coming to a close so let's let people know how to reach you if you um, if they want to reach you how can they do that if someone wants to reach me, reach me I think I'm kind of everywhere it's, 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 <laughs> it would not be an impossible goal <laughs> Let me give you some ideas how you may find me. Um, and you can obviously email me. I'm olga.matt at parleypro.com. Um, I am very active on LinkedIn. I, I author numerous blogs. Uh, my information is pretty much everywhere. And if you still cannot find me, I highly encourage you to go to olgamag.com. There is a form there. You can write directly to me, and I will be excited to hear from everyone. That's so great. Now, folks, she's telling the truth there. She's everywhere. It's like the Olga Mac attack. <laughs> she's, she's everywhere. So any, any form of social media and, you know, even, you know, email, and we'll put all that information, all of the places where you can reach Olga in the blog. So in case you didn't get to jot that down, just know, go to my website, look at the blog, and you'll see hot links to all of the websites that she mentioned. 
So Olga, thank you for being here. Susan, it was absolutely delight. I look forward to staying in touch and thank you for this opportunity. And I'm excited that I've been able to talk to you. You've talked to all my friends. Now I, I no longer have a fear of missing out. I've gotten to know you and uh, <laughs> let's do some good together. That's so sweet. That is so sweet. So that's awesome what you just said, fear missing out. Um, yes, we will definitely do some good together because I too reside in the candy shop between San Francisco and Silicon Valley. So there's no reason we shouldn't um, get out there and do even more to change the world and fight for equity in the workplace, which is my passion and I know yours as well. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. And Olga, thank you again for being here. Thank you.